We are the Nerd Eternal Network. Hello, and welcome to Icons of the Wider World here on the Nerd Eternal Network. I'll be your GM for the day, Jason, and with me as usual will be uh, Curtis playing Landshark. Hola. Taylor playing Muttboot. Boot. Mike playing Snapdragon. And Zach playing World Wind Jack. Oh, that's right. I guess I could be here. Okay. That's right. We're picking up the last storyline. Right, right, right. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. I just realized I got the wrong names on Oops. Taylor and Curtis. So. Well, no, I'm totally Land Shark. <laughs> uh, I make potholes and call weird people daddy. <laughs> See, now you got me wanting to do a body swap episode where you know, I do jump all the names up and we just run with whatever they turn out to be. <laughs> All right, who wants to give Mike a review of last session? Landshark made potholes and called weird people daddy. He is also a crack investigator. <laughs> I, I don't want to go that far, but yeah, we managed to track down where uh, Mott was holding Mr. Jefferson? Jordan. Jordan, Jordan, just hold on, Mr. Jordan. Burst into the warehouse. Investigator would do on crack. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. That is true. But yes, we have located the warehouse where Mata's keeping Mr. Jordan, and we have found Mr. Jordan right there in that office, covered by a net. And well, tied to a chair. I'm just using the net. Yeah. You know, and there was there was some tracking down this uh, uh, kind of handyman service that was a Mott sympathizer and had a base, or kind of had a safe house in their basement, which is where the daddy calling happened, and you know, and the potholes. Not thinking about it. If that guy doesn't wind up arrested by a spear, he's he's gonna have to pay a lot of a uh, lot of repair bills for his parking lot. Landshark was having trouble finding his way, so he kept dipping his head up above the ground, and then he tunneled back down, so he was leaving these little holes. But he did find the basement. Yeah, he bugs Buddy his way to the basement. <clears throat> the left turns to the Albuquerque. Yeah. And yes, they wind up at a warehouse that is clearly being used as a mock base at the moment. Uh, let's see. Uh, Whirlwind Jack came through the skylight in the center where uh, Landshark basically came up. They kind of met in the center. Whirlwind Jack coming from the top. Landshark coming up from underneath. And Moat Boot just walked through the front door and shot the first guy he saw. Yeah, you know. Like a normal human being does when they have to enter a building aggressively. I walked in, and I shot the man in armor. And I believe you knocked him through the wall? Yes, because bullets kill people. And I've already committed one today. I don't want to commit a second. So you're using, what, uh, kinetic? Some kind of kinetic blast on the thing? or yeah, it's, it's Something just... with knockback rather than... Killing attack. So currently, you know about an office worker here, another mock trooper that got knocked through another wall over here, 
I think Landshark was responsible for that one. He, he were a whirlwind, I'm not sure. And then Mr. Jordan is here in this office with a heavily armored guy. Where the mock troopers are in, you know, high-tech looking armor. This guy looks like he's flat out in power armor. His, his is a little more Iron Man-ish. Though, got the same uh, kind of design <coughs> aesthetic. It's like he's got the next next level up armor or something. And then there are, you know, bits and pieces of the map that y'all have not explored yet. They had already called in spear reinforcements. Uh... So the uh, basically attack chopper that y'all saw in the park is on its way. Now, Snapdragon, during all of this, has been patiently was patiently sitting in an office, answering questions as they try to figure out where she's from and why she has no documentation. So, Mike, what sort of answers does Snapdragon give them? Well, she's uh, not really. I mean, she's only a, a diplomat by by birth and not by uh, not by vocation, as it were. Um, she's going to play it a little. She's going to be try to be a little evasive as possible, usually by trying to um, overwhelm with. Uh, Force of personality and bombast and charisma, and not not in, a, in an intimidating way, but just kind of in a um, uh, almost an awe-inspiring way. Um, she may not be above using her uh, <laughs> her um, her firm own mission to try to uh, get on the good side and keep the, her uh, diplomatic uh, questioners from asking too in depth or looking or from looking into her story too um, intensely because I, I, I'm trying to keep it kind of a, at least a, as, as much as Snapdragon is able to uh, keep it a little loose what her purpose is and you know exactly how much approval she has from her mother in her in her, in her gap year of adventure here. Now is she going to what kind of is she going to give them any kind of answer as to where she's from? Uh yeah, she would go ahead and uh, identify herself. She's not going to hide the fact that she is a princess of of the underground kingdom of Rhinum. Um Whether there's any previous uh, contact, I don't know if there's any established um, in the continuity uh, exposure to any kind of underground kingdom besides the uh, the invasion that took place earlier this year. You said it was Rhinum? Rhinum, R-Y-N-O-O-N. R Y N O O N. Uh, it's a R Y N as in Nancy, O O M as in Michael. Rhinum. Okay. Yes. First, I'm trying to say Doom. Then I'm trying to say Noon. Okay, I got it now. <clears throat> right, Doom does sound cool though. It does. Sounds like almost sounds like it'd be somewhere on John Carter's Mars, right? But uh, yeah, it's kind of the uh, the uh, uh, aesthetic I was going for, at least as far as pronunciation is concerned. Uh, so they find no official listings of your kingdom, mm-hmm. 
But they have uh, some references to it from the Second World War. Just, just things some of the supers back then had said that, you know, it's jotted down somewhere, but it's not... You know, they don't have any information to go along with the name, but some of them recognize it as a name. Uh. Uh, yeah, that would have been... Yeah, that was back when we were... Um, yeah, we were, there, was a, there was an involvement, yes. Um, well, you know, I'm sure some Nazi mad scientist has made a drilling machine or something at some point, you know. Yeah, something like that. But. May not have been any official involvement, but, you know, supers wind up all kinds of weird places. That's right. It was a world war after all. Alright, so give me a roll, either willpower if you're just going with your straight kind of charisma, or with your power if you're using that. I'm going to try for just um, the straight up charisma So at first. Alright, roll against see the bureaucracy. See if I can dazzle them. Oh, oh, you do some is. pretty, pretty, pretty good dazzling. <laughs> uh, let's see. So that's a massive success, I believe. So yeah, you keep it running around in circles, and uh, it sounds like they're going to give you a sort of temporary diplomatic pass uh-huh. until they can sort something out, or have you contact your mother to get like an official diplomat, maybe. Yeah, I can. Uh, I can work on that. Uh, so you know that takes a couple of hours, in which time these guys have been running around wreaking havoc. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, they left some some havoc for me. Oh yeah, we've got to tell you about them going to the supervillain bar. <laughs> oh, supervillain bar! Lord, wow. they go oh, in oh, undercover, oh, they get some information, and as they're leaving, before the door even shuts, Landshark's going, "I love undercover work." <laughs> oh, oh And then as they get a, a block away, they see just people just vacating the building. <laughs> <clears throat> but after a couple of hours of this, uh, Snapdragon is you know basically sitting in a chair, kicking her feet, you know, waiting on the bureaucrats to kind of move the paperwork through. I imagine this is the kind of uh, temporary pass that um, the government would use anytime there's some big crossover and you know people from other planets show up or other conventions. And, yeah, probably so. Know, like, yeah. I have not sat down and figured out exactly how the bureaucracy would work. But there are lone aliens, you know, in in the U.S. So they've got some kind of uh, some kind of setup to. Uh, to handle it. All right, let me see. I'm gonna go ahead and throw you on the map and let you roll initiative. But basically, after a couple of hours of this, uh, Agent Davis gets a phone call, and you hear him talking about scrambling, uh, you know, scrambling the, the chopper, asking for exactly where they're at, uh, you know, telling the agents are on the way, you know, you know, basically do what they can. Backups on the way. Mm-hmm. At which point he looks at one of the bureaucrats you've been dealing with and tells him he is uh, under act, under like a uh, 
Extraordinary Emergencies Act, such and such, you know. Basically, he's like he's temporarily temporarily deputizing you. Uh, you know, so you're you're legally covered until your paperwork comes through. Nice. Uh, right. He steps over to you. Uh, your friends from the park have located Mr. J- Mr. Jordan, the man that was taken. Oh, great. They are engaging, uh, preparing to engage Amat as we speak. Uh, you know, I've got the address to the to the warehouse. If you think you can get there faster than we get our choppers s- scrambled and our troops uh, there, you know. I'm gonna I'm gonna say that. Um, uh, let's see, I know I can fly. Yeah. So uh, if I leave right now, I I may not be quite as fast their fast helicopter, but uh, if if I get a head start by leaving now instead of waiting. For- Right, it will take them several minutes to get st- get stuff going. Oh yeah, if it's uh, if it's within the within city limits or so, yeah. I'll just go ahead and fly my own. Okay. He hands you what what is uh, you know what any of us would would think of as probably some kind of burner phone, ah. but it's got a map app on it. He's got the address put in. He goes, "You're the red dot." Just you know, you know, basically, you're the red dot. Here's where you're trying to go. The 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 phone will show you where you're at. Okay. Because he's not sure how familiar you are with the city yet. Yeah. Well, g- given that I have to, you know, orient myself to not having anything uh, above me, <laughs> that it may, I may be a little disoriented just because the concept of up is a little different from. But I'm but sure ha- I can. Uh, but having all that out. up is such a so great when you're a flyer. Yeah. <laughs> it's, well, that's true. That, that is very true. Nothing but endless blue here. All right, so I'm going to drop you outside. And I want to say the guys called this in before they actually hit the place. So go ahead and give me an initiative roll. I've generated a 12. Oh, very nice. All right, so let me give her a turn. She gets a 12. All right. <clears throat> so we were starting our, really our first round of combat. That first round was kind of a surprise. And the top of the order is Muckboot. Sneezed. If you call. So who is this person? What? What? Oh, nothing. Go ahead. Who is this person in the room? They look armed. <laughs> uh, the, uh, Mr. Jordan. Uh, the, you mean the room just north of you, or? Yeah, right above me that I cracked a person into. He looks like an office worker. Uh, he is sitting behind his desk. Oh no, he was up getting coffee. If I recall right, because he was closer to the. All right. Uh, let's see. Give me an awareness, right quick. I'm not even going to roll. I'm just going to say the difficulty is a four. Whoa, that's weird. What's that? The, uh, the font. Way different than it was. Yeah, it's, I guess, 
something we changed with the last up. Yeah, it looks uh, kind of com co uh, Comic Sansy. And it's still readable. It just threw me off for half a second. Yeah, it is weird. Yeah, somebody must have must have updated the sheets. Roll the night. He is not armed. You see a pistol concealed under some papers on his desk, though. And he kind of looks at you in shock, you know, spills some of his coffee. And then you see his eyes kind of cut down to the desk. And it's like he's, well, he's it's like he's judging, can I get to the desk and the gun before this guy can point his rifle at me? That's intent to kill. I'll shoot him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he looked at me funny. Pow. I mean, it ain't, ain't going to be murder shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, do, you're doing a blast, not a shoot. And 15. Um, I'll roll just to see how badly you beat him, but it, it, he is not capable of beating that roll. Alright, so you beat him by 10, so yeah, that's, you know. Bam, bam. He's up against a wall. Yes, yes. He crashes into that oh, table. Coffee pot goes everywhere. And how much damage do you do? Uh, that's on a six. Yeah, it definitely takes out a unarmored mook. And am I able to walk into the room? Yes, yes. You can climb to the little hole you made with the first guy. Bam, bam. Hello. Let's see, and what do you see there? You can glance the door into this room, and there's another office worker there at his desk. And we'll go ahead and clear that, just so you get the entire room. Uh, this guy has already apparently pulled a gun out of a drawer. And then it is, and then Snapdragon, you are arriving on the scene. All right, I guess uh, everyone's. I, I have at least some description of uh, of the area. I'll just, uh, I guess I'll just fly through the door. I see um, someone to the left of the entrance with a red X over them. Mm-hmm. All right. Is so when you arrive, mm -hmm. this door here is open. Yes. Well. There's also a skylight over here that is shattered. And as you arrive, you're hearing, you know, gunfire. It's not exactly a normal sounding gun when he does the blast. Uh. But, you know, you hear the sounds of combat. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, when you fly Jeez. in, there's an armored guy hanging kind of half in, half out of this wall. Okay. You know, <laughs> that's, that's he the, smashed that's a nice big hole. You see Muckboot has stepped through. You see another guy laying... Laying down over here. Oh, I see. Uh, yes. And in the center of the warehouse, I see two figures. Yeah, that is Whirlwind Jack and Landshark. You've met both of them. Okay, great. Um, you know, there's a smashed area over here. And, and I guess... I, I guess forget. I'll, uh, How did y'all see into this room? Whirlwind Jack walked over and popped it. 
Yeah, I threw a crate through it. Land That's right, you threw something through it, so there's a hole. There's a hole right about here. Though you, where you're at, you probably couldn't see into it yet. Okay. In that case, I would at least fly um, maybe up here behind uh, and above uh, Whirlwind and uh, and Landshark just so I could see it through the hole to see who's in this room here. Okay. Uh, you see the man that was speaking at the park, um, Mr. Jordan. Oh, and under the net. Yes. Yeah, he's a, he is basically tied to this chair. And then you have the, this, this armored figure here that it, it looks a lot like the Mott armor, but it's more armor plating. And as you fly in, okay. it's basically, it's like the guy's just getting the helmet set on. Right. Oh, okay. So he's just putting on the helmet now. Right. That's kind of okay. how he ended the surprise around as he kind of looked up as the crate came through and was like, whoa. And then he started his, popping his helmet on. In that case, I think what I'd like to do, if I can still um, uh, do this all within this within this page, I would like to uh, fly in and maybe cut, use my uh, use my, my my claws to uh, cut loose Mr. Jackson from the net. Okay. So would I be able to maneuver myself into the room and, uh, and do that? Yeah, you've got. I mean, you're not fast helicopter fast, but you're pretty quick. So. <laughs> yes. So yeah, so I'd say you, can, you can zip over there. Okay. And we'll just say I put it myself in front of him just so I have enough time to actually do the do the thing. And that would be a strike roll? Uh, yes. yes. Okay. As you're trying to do it quickly and there's people around. Okay. Not I've generated an 11. Hard, though. And how much damage do you do with your claws? Uh, only four. Okay. That's more than enough to cut through the, basically, paracord or whatever they're using. So they kind of, you know, just wrapped him up like a yarn ball. Mm-hmm. And you roll well enough, you don't you don't worry, have, have any dangers of nicking Jordan or anything. Jordan? Oh, his name's Jordan. Jackson. Yeah, Mr. Jordan. He's the, uh, uh, oh, Mr. Jordan, okay. That's, gotcha. who that's who you're rescuing. Uh... Jordan looks surprised at how quickly all this is it's going on. And then he kind of recognized, oh, you were at the park. Because even among a massive of, of mutants, Snapdragon kind of stands out. Yes, and I'll, I'll refer to him as Mr. So-and-so Jordan, whatever his first name was. Exactly. Assuming that's his full, you know, just reciting the whole name. I can't remember. I don't think I ever gave y'all his first name. Now that I think about it. We'll say it's Neil. Isn't that a, that's the director, isn't it? Well, at least in our universe, who knows what he who knows what he is here? <laughs> yeah, it might be. I don't know. The only first thing that kept popping in my in my head was Robert, and oh, I know sure. Robert Jordan's a writer, or at least a writer's yeah, no. kid name. Right, can't call him Robin. Robert can't call him Hell. You don't want to call him Michael, you know? I'm running out of names. <laughs> Uh, let's see. Okay, so that was Snapdragon. You flew in. You kind of got the lay of the land. You ran in. You you swapped Jordan's bonds. Unfortunately, now it is the armored guy in front of you. The 
was bishop the term might use for their superiors? Not well. Their superior officer here. And he is going... I think he's just going to try to punch you. This is happening kind of quickly, and that's just kind of his first response. It's to reach out and touch someone. That's just rude. <laughs> Alright, so that will be prowess. <clears throat> Let's see, he's got... He'd get a plus to his... He'd get a plus to firing the weapon, but not his... He doesn't have martial arts, so just his prowess. Ooh, Everybody him. rolled a one, but he's just a little bit higher than you. <laughs> and he has a strength in the, in the armor. He has a strength of eight. Oh, okay. So that is eight damage... And they only beat you by one, so there's no knockback or anything. Sure, that's a good thing. I'm still, I'm still standing with barely. I'm pretty wobbly at this point. Oh, wait, did I? No, I didn't take. Um, oh, that's right, I didn't take armor. Yeah, I'm, I'm barely, I'm, I'm barely. That, that definitely hurt. Uh, the rest of you hear the, 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 the crack as his armor gauntlet, you know, smacks into her. And you know, she doesn't go flying. It's like she was trying to roll with it, but she definitely kind of stumbles back a few steps. Let's see. He does not have... Okay, he doesn't have any kind of fast attack, so that's all. And then he kind of moves over this way like he's blocking Jordan from running out of the room. And then it is land sharks go. Alrighty. Uh, well, I think he will make a nuisance of himself. Don't seem to be able to move. Oh well. Um, Can you not move your token? I may be. I don't know if I'm doing something wrong or not. It, it may be me. Either Firefox or uh, Roll20 is kind of acting weird. I don't even have the the chat window on the side with the character sheets. But uh, Landshark will uh, charge at Jordan, um, kind of distracting her from, or from him, from Snapdragon. Okay. Hopefully next round snapdragon will be able to grab jordan and get out of there all right uh try moving your, well, your, your your pog just one more time I, I just made an adjustment on the okay there we go yeah there we go some kind of way your permissions got turned off on it i don't understand you know yeah. i thought i had it working last time so i don't know what's going on i think it was working last time okay um do i have a chance to strike or do i just Get to move. Oh, no, no, no. You can move and take an action. So, yeah, you can run up and slug him if you want. Okay. Yeah, I'll slug him and I'll say, I warn you, I know shark foo. And... 
the helmet turns to you like in surprise. And Curtis would be smart enough to pick this up, but I doubt Landshark will. Jordan looks amused at first, and then he looks worried like he realizes I'm in a straight line behind this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. so what's Landshark yeah, doing? I'll, I'll, I'll throw a punch at him. All right. Ooh. So his prowess was a seven. A very solid punch. All right, so ooh, you got an 11. Ooh, and he gets a 13. Dang. So he just does that manage was... to kind of duck out of the way, kind of boxer style. That was Landshark's best punch, too. That was his best dodge, though. So much for shark food. <laughs> So let's, let's see. Huh. So both of our rolls, we both rolled sixes on the dice. And then the previous roll, me and Mike both rolled ones on the dice. This roll 20 doing its weird bun bunched up. Bunched up rolls. Alright. So. You definitely have his attention, though. Because, uh, you know, Landshark is. He's not well known like. Like the guys in Spear, or like like the Primus he is, but but Landshark's relatively well known, you know. Not always in a good way, <laughs> but his strength is well known. So this dude is you have got this dude's attention. He is definitely definitely looking at you as the big threat in the room. Well, his mannerisms and stuff are probably attention getting too, because he's such a obnoxious stork. Whirlwind Jack. Uh, Jack uses air control to try and throw this guy right into the wall right here. Okay, so you do that like telekinesis, I think? Yes, sir. And that's resisted with his strength? Uh, I want to say coordination, but maybe, let me Maybe it's more of a dodge that. than a resist. That is one disadvantage to having so many characters is nobody is none of us ever really learn what everybody what everybody can do. Alright, treat it as a strength for lifting moving objects. Use your willpower for your, as your coordination. Um Well it doesn't give a lot of detail. You're using your coordination. Yes, sir. So I would say that uh that he would use his coordination to dodge it unless he had something strong enough that he, you know, unless he could grab onto something that would be strong enough to resist you. Like a support beam or something, but all he's really got in here is, you know, kind of internal office walls and a desk, so his best bet would be to try to dodge it. So give me a coordination roll, if you haven't already, and I will look Jack lines up, up his coordination. It's lower than his prowess, but not by too much. Alright, so you beat him by one. And what is the strength on your tell of your wind control? Uh it is an eight. Okay. Well you can just slam him up against the wall if you want to, or you can slam him through the wall. Through the wall might be better. Alright. So he flies back into one of those cargo containers, 
And it's it's stout enough that it dents in, but it catches him. Uh, let's see, and moving him was really what you were trying to do, because TK does yeah, damage if you have a have extras on it. Yeah. So you throw him through the wall. He's probably a little rattled, but the armor, you know, soaks any damage. And uh, just shout to Jordan, tell him to run. Uh, Jordan goes last, but he definitely looks like he's going to take you, uh, take your advice. All right, then it is the Mott Troopers. We have one guy run out of the shadows over here. And when he sees you, he goes to take a shot at you. Troopers actually have a page done up for them. So he's shooting at you with his guns. And he misses. He's got his little submachine gun out and, you know, it tears up some of these uh, crates back behind you. Oh, nope. I was looking at the initiative wrong. Jordan does not go last. He actually goes right after you. Uh, he runs out of the office. Sees the guy here with the gun, so he doesn't want to run towards him. And just sort of runs back behind these crates, and you know, it's like taking cover. Then next up after that, uh, a woman steps through this door here, and you recognize Concord from the park. She steps through, she sees Landshark, she sees Whirlwind Jack, you know, kind of the havoc y'all have wreaked so far. Uh, and she also sees Jordan. She beelines for Jordan. Prowess kind of sucks. But Jordan is kind of an average guy. Huh, another two ones in a row. Alright. So she has managed to grab Jordan and she begins flying for the entrance. Oh, wait, no, there's a, the shattered skylight. 
So she basically ends her turn with Jordan in hand at about the level of the roof. She's not actually out of the building yet, but she's right up there at the skylight. And, you know, he's kind of screaming a little bit. He don't seem real happy with it. speed. Alright, next up is... Oh, that office worker that had pulled a gun on Muckboot. Don't, son. How old does Muckboot look? Uh, 50s. You know, kind of... Kind of a rough 50? Yeah, kind of or, like a rough 50. Or always, I've always been outdoors 50? Yeah. Okay. Man, it's a dude that used to hang out, hang out at one of the comic shops that I'm totally picturing right now. Uh, he's basically goes, all right, Put the rifle down, Grandpa. <laughs> no. <laughs> and he shoots. So give me a coordination roll. Plus any appropriate... Uh, Oh, I forgot to add in his gunfire skill. So his should be one higher, but you you blow a six away by six. I'll keep that in mind with my coordination. Oh, that's right. That's like your maxed out stat, isn't it? Yep. So, yeah. So, so Muckboot laughs at him and goes, no. And then you just kind of pull your head to one side slightly and let the bullet zip by. Yep. Now, I've heard the screaming, though, outside, right? Yes, yes. Is this the only other office worker, or are you about to do a whole bunch of movement? Uh, let me look. Uh, ah, oh, yes, I've got one more guy, one more, uh, because I think, let me, let me double check the initiative, okay, yeah, all office workers go at once. So i got one more guy to go, and then we'll back up at the time. All right. Uh. So another office worker runs out of this door. And I say office worker, you know, they are probably some of the regular troops, but they are dressed like office workers. You know, both of them had the, well, this guy over here had the office at, the, you know, at the front where there was a window. So if anybody kind of peeked in the window, they said a dude dressed in office as an office worker on his computer. I guess this one would take a shot at Whirlwind Jack simply because there's nobody else around that he sees. Well, that's just rude. 
Well, I don't know. Wouldn't you be insulted if he walked out and looked at you and just walked past you to shoot somebody else? <laughs> really, he's complimenting you. He's saying, I see you. You're an impressive, worthy foe. Now, is world, has Whirlwind landed, or is he floating in the air in, like, a little tornado? Oh, oh he's, uh, he's landed. Okay. All right, well, you mean by one, so it, it's a near shot. You feel it kind of brush your shirt as it passes by. Oh, hey, now, I paid $5 for the Goodwill. You, you check yourself, boy. You check yourself. He just kind of goes, ugh, Goodwill will sell anything. And top of the order with Muckboot. Muckboot will look at the office man. Be glad I have more important business to deal with today. And steps back out because he heard the scream. Can he physically see Condor? Concord. Like the what supersonic effort. like the supersonic planes. Yeah. You're right, Muckboot would probably be thinking Muck Condor. We would probably be thinking he had heard Condor. Except, would Muck, would Muck Boot or anybody in that part of America have known what a condor was back then? No idea. Anyway, can he see Concord? Yes. You can see... You can't see this mock trooper, you can't see this dude. You can see this office worker and Concord holding Mr. Jordan. Alright, does it look like she's about to take off through the, window, through the ceiling again? Yes, yes. She's clearly heading for the already busted out skyline. Alright. Well, this is now her second attempt to kidnap in a day. Oh, Muckboot, don't feel bad about braining the old girl. What's he doing? He's gonna shoot with a regular old bullet. And he's going to activate Hunter Supreme. Because this is, this is a bird in there. What is Hunter Supreme? It's my quality. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. It's specifically the quality of, this seems like it's a, a situation that happens in hunting. So I'm gonna, sh I'm gonna treat it like one. Let me get out the advanced dice roller and get all the additives right. Be your coordination plus any gun skill you've got yeah. plus two plus the two for activating it. And yeah, he's he's literally aiming to brain the old because the height they're at the fall will not kill Jordan. Will it? Uh, it's still like a twenty foot drop. I mean, it depends on how he lands, I guess. Hmm. I mean, if he lands on this pile of crates, they're stacked up higher, so it would be less of a drop. Position in such a way. Is there a way to position it for that shot? Alright, so she's holding him, so if you're looking on the map, he would actually be in the same space as her. So if he falls straight down, he should land on the pile of crates. 
which would be more like a 10 or 15 foot drop. Maybe one of us can catch him. Uh, Snapdragon uh, does go right after Muck Boot, so I would give her a shot at catching. And I do fly, so yes, flying is important too. Yep. Muck Boot's, Muck Boot's gonna do it. All right, give me the roll then. Eighteen to Brainer. All right, and her coordination is a four. <laughs> Maybe I didn't need to throw in the Hunter Supreme on that. But she's got aerial combat. Two ranks of it, I believe. And then she rolled a two on the dice. Though there was nothing she could roll that you wouldn't have still gotten a massive success. Alright, so how much damage does that do? Uh, it'll be... Six damage, but doesn't that qualify as a possible kill shot? Yes, yes, yes. But that's a separate roll. That does not affect the actual damage okay, itself. Okay. Well, I say that. If you get the kill shot, she goes to zero. So I guess it does. I guess we should go ahead and do that first thing. So she rolls her strength versus the amount of damage you do. So what is the damage on your shot? Six. All right, give me a D6 plus six roll versus her strength. Plus a D6. Yeah. Alright. She survives. <laughs> she survives. She does, however, take six damage. To the head. Yeah, there's not really hit locations in yeah. Icon, so, you know. It looks impressive. It does, and she does not look happy. That that, that <clears throat> was a significant portion of her. You think the only thing that saved her is that you, it looks like you caught the vis the side of her visor, and apparently that thing's armored like like her the body part of her suit. But she definitely kind of wobbles around in the air. Jordan's kind of screaming, and his hands are flailing out. Cause she's, you know, she does like a rotation or two, as she's kind of righting herself. But she, she does still have um a hold of uh, Mr. Jordan. Yes, yes. Okay. See if I can do something about that. And it is Snapdragon's turn. Okay. I um, I my 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 head's still ringing from the from the hit I took from the armored soldier, but I will go ahead and uh, fly up and uh, pursue Concord uh, if I can catch up with her, and I hope I can since she's been. Uh, Wobbling around aerially. Yeah, she's, she's still shot. just kind of floating at that level. Yeah, so I'm going to go ahead and uh, try to grab uh, Mr. Jordan and try to pull him away from her grasp. All right. That would be... Let's see. Actions. I believe grab may actually be... Let me make sure that's not just a grappling, though. No, grab is wrestling... I know there's something. Oh, no, no. Grab it for objects. Okay. All right. 
So you want to grab a wrist on the end of an opponent's grasp. You you make a test of the lower of your prowess or strength. That would be strength. Against the opponent's strength. So mm. for the two of you, it's just strength versus strength. Yeah, and she's armored, so who knows how this will go. But let's let's just find it out. Um, I generated an eight. And she's got an eight. Oh. Uh, defender uh, ties generally go to the defender. In this case, though, you're both just kind of in the air tugging on Jordan. Okay. You know, where his arms are flailed out, you run him, grabbing him by the arms, and he's holding on to you, and she's got him by the waist. Y'all just kind of rotating in the air, playing tug of war with him. Right. Then your armored opponent gets back up. The Mott will say, we'll say the rank is Bishop. Uh, digs himself out. As he runs up to Landshark, uh, Landshark, he runs up to you. He looks, he looks you in your eye, though. That's, I guess that'd be hard for you to tell with him in the helmet. <laughs> I've always wanted to put one of you freaks in your place. <laughs> you know, not one of the little, you know, scrub ones, but, you know, one of you well-known, powerful, you know, movers and shaker types. I'm a shaker. And then he just runs up and slugs you. But it is prowess versus prowess. So he got a 10. 8, so that's a moderate success. So nothing special goes on, but he does do 8 damage to you. And... I think I got a 6, so I take 2... You got a six damage reduction? Yeah. I was thinking he had some. <clears throat> and then it is uh, Lion Shark's turn. Well, considering if I if I try and throw a rock at uh Concord, I'm probably just going to make things worse in that department. Um, and this guy just slugged him. He's probably going to be more distracted by <clears throat> the big guy anyway. So, I will slug him back. So you take a swing at him, and he kind of brings his arms up, you know. The way he's moving, you think maybe he's had a little bit of training as a boxer, you know. Maybe not a whole lot. But he kind of brings his arms up and kind of catches your fist, kind of deflects to the side. (laughs) 
Whirlwind Jack. You've had two people shoot at you. There's a tug of war going on above your head. And Land Shark and this big armored guy seem to be just swapping licks. Well, I'm going to take care of the most immediate threat and take out the big guy in armor with a with a blast of, uh, air blast of the gut. Okay. Ooh, the dice roller likes me tonight. That's okay. It'll hate you some other day. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's see. So this is coordination to dodge. Ooh, that's not very, uh, not very good. Oh no, it is not. Oh no, that's not good at all. And how much damage do you do with that? What's the what's the damage or what's the uh, power rank yeah, on your power rank on your eight? Oh well. Let's see. So at that angle, he goes flying back. He smashed through this room. You see him where he's he goes through the wall, knocks a bunch of computer equipment all over the place. And he is clearly out. Is that the big guy I was trading blows with? No, no. This is one of the regular mod troopers. Oh. oh, okay. He's still much more armored than the other dude that was shooting at uh, at Jack. Uh, then is the trooper's turn, and I think y'all have laid all the troopers out. So we're going to go ahead and remove them from the initiative order. Uh, let's see. It's Jordan's turn, but, uh... <laughs> well, he can make an escape roll to try to get away from... Versus her strength of five. Nope, he's still trapped. Or still caught. Alright. Um. I keep hearing the die roll noises, but I don't know why I'm hearing them. Multiples of it. Alright, so Concord looks around. <coughs> Excuse me. Bless you. I assume Muckboot is still sided in on her. That I would be. She is a mercenary. She is not do or die like some of these guys. She's here because she's paid to be here. And things aren't looking good, and she knows she can't take another shot from whatever that blunderbuss thing is. She knows what it looks like, but she don't think that's what it actually is. So she is going to attempt a maneuver... 
on Snapdragon. She is going to try to put a temporary condition on you. Uh, let's see. So this will be coordination versus coordination. Uh, would aerial combat modify that? Um, I don't normally that gives a bonus only against uh, dodges, but I don't know. This would be counted also. Yeah, but I think considering what it is she's doing, I think that would make sense. Because go ahead and add that in. Okay. Uh, well, I, wrote, I just generated an eight, so could we just call that a nine? Or should yeah, I? Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. Uh, her coordination not as high as I'd like. All right, so it came out to a tie. All right, marginal success reveals or creates the quality you're looking for, but does not activate it. You must do that separately. So basically, she gives kind of a hard tug on Jordan, and then just as you're, you know, basically pulling back, she lets go. You know, she's trying to oh. set it up in a way that would put you off balance. Mm -hmm. And you're a little off balance, but she'd have to burn, or I'd have to give you points for her to actually activate it. Alright. And then she takes off through the skylight. With, with or without Jordan? Without. She let go of him oh. to throw you off balance. Oh, alright. You know, she's trying to put you, basically, it's like she was trying to put you off balance so you wouldn't be able to yeah. chase her as quick. I see. And then she is through the skylight, so we'll move her off the map, though she is still close enough that if somebody wanted to pursue her, they could. Though you know from previous experience that she's pretty fast. Oh, let's see. Then it's the office workers. This guy runs over here like he's trying to take cover from Jack. But then he notices Muck Boot and turns around and takes a shot at Muck Boot. Because he don't know no better. Someday you boys are going to learn to throw a punch. Oh man. That's a 9 on a max? I don't know how I'm going to... I dodged it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I figured. But he don't know who you are. So. I'm Muck Boot, baby. I got bullet time. <laughs> and that's almost what it looks like to him. It's like he turns around and snaps off just this beautiful shot. He knows he's he's just pegged you right in the forehead. And then you're just not there. And then it is... Oh, wait, there's another office guy. Uh, let's see... He runs out the door. There's still a little bit of wall between y'all, so he doesn't really see you. And then he runs around and out into that hallway. Let's see, how far could he travel? Uh, here. And then, Muckboot, it is your go. 
Alright, he'll do two quick shouts. Uh, first shout will be shark. <laughs> or two land shark. You got him handled? I got him. And is uh, I can't remember her name right now. Snapdragon. Thank you. Snapdragon holding Justin in there. Jordan in there. Yes, he she had him by the arms, and then when Concord let go, you know she kind of flops back, but you know she wobbles a little bit, but she still got him. All right then. Yeah, I'll just concussive blast the officer working in front of me. Okay. <laughs> Uh, boom. It'd be a regular blast. I ain't trying to kill him. Alright. Despite what he has attempted to do to me. Alright, so that would initiate the knockback, but with the amount of damage you do, it's not going to matter. Six whole damage. He goes slamming into these crates. You're pretty sure he was unconscious before he hit him, though. But... And he just got flopped on the ground, ragdoll style. You gonna stay where you're at? Or are you gonna do, do any moving? Uh, I'll take a step out. Okay. I know there is a guy behind me, technically. Right, and you couldn't, you didn't necessarily see where he went. You heard him moving around, so you, you know, you heard him run by. But... Well, I get a little distance so I can see if he tries to pop out that corner to that pop works, me. That works. And I will also shout to Whirlwind Jack that uh, we need a secure exit. We'll shout to Whirlwind Jack. I think you can arrange for that. Alright, Snapdragon, you are holding Mr. Jordan. Yeah, so I'm going to uh, try to find safe. I'm not going to even think about uh, pursuing Concord at this point. Let's see, uh, given where we are now, I guess any of the other rooms uh, besides the one that uh, Jordan was originally in would be uh, safe enough for now. So I think I'll just fly him out and maybe um, exit the building and see if uh, if the reinforcements are in view. All right. In the meantime, I'll go ahead and introduce myself since he does, since he does seem to recognize me from yeah since he said he recognized me from the crowd. Mm -hmm. um, and that's uh, she she learned a lot about uh, about the surface world uh, from what he had to say today. This is the same day, right? Yes, yes, it is. Okay. Yes. It's been a very busy Do day. I? Right. Do I see um, the spear reinforcements yet? Uh. Yes. As you as you zip up through the skylight, uh, you know you glance over the direction you know this will be coming from. You you can see basically the speck that's the helicopter, you know, coming towards you. Okay. Yeah, it's not quite close enough uh, you to really hear yet, but it's a clear sky, so you can see it. Okay, I'll. Uh, I guess I'll just wave them down, and uh, in the meantime, uh, check to make sure Mister Jordan is all right. Oh, he's got some scuffs and scrapes, uh, you know, but beyond a few bruises, he, he looks like he's fine. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, I guess in the meantime, I'll just. Uh, I guess I'd ask him um, if he's like a. Let's see. Well, she's already learned that they don't have kings. She learned that from Boot. <laughs> uh, but so she'll just assume that he's some kind of sage of, of some kind, and uh, 
a scholar you know, just or something. Basically. Yeah, yeah. Um, he, uh, she might, she might, uh, she might think to ask him having any kind of like uprising or anything, or what you know, not knowing uh, exactly. You know, still, still trying to feel her ways to what, what this, what kind of how the society tends to work. Usually, where she's from, if, if there's like some kind of like mass up, you know, mass dissatisfaction, it usually ends up in a rebellion of some kind. Uh, he's like, yeah, we're not really trying to go that route. You know, we're trying to do things peacefully. You know, in, in more civilized fashion. Uh, are are you from Are you from Europe or somewhere? <laughs> uh, I am from I am from Rainu. Uh, uh, many, many leagues, uh, many leagues below us. Oh, and he, he he's sitting there puzzling through that. <laughs> and in the meantime, she might actually, uh, uh, she might actually just just in case, uh, if she could spend a determination point to regain some stamina, regain uh, some part of her stamina. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. You can burn a termination point, and you get either your strength or your willpower back in stamina. Yeah, that'll be willpower. And maybe something in the conversation she has has maybe um, maybe they have a I don't know a meeting of the minds of some sort, and uh, something that kind of ins- know, something that kind of uh, reinvigorates her her understanding of this of this new place and reaffirms uh, the rightness of her presence here. And what she may learn from uh, Mr. Jordan. Yeah, he'll he'll he will go into like the history of meat and rights, and you know, you know, kind of how they're trying to do things. You know, how they've you know they're uh, you know they're pushed for the rights. How they they're modeling after these other people. That, uh, you know, Dr. King, she probably would have heard of running around America. Gandhi, maybe not, you know. <laughs> but, uh, you know, at least he'll have this discussion once he re- once once he realizes that there's a helicopter coming. You know, prior to that, his instinct was, can we get further away? <laughs> but, you know, you start to hear police sirens approaching, too. So he's like, okay, the, the, you know, the law is, is on its way. So. Okay. The only, the only thing that might occur to Snapdragon just a little bit further is that you know he he uh, he, is, he may be all about the, uh, a peaceful uprising, and yet they did still need uh, protection, and that's something that still uh, is puzzling to Snapdragon uh, to pursue a peaceful revolution when uh, clearly the other side isn't going to be peaceful. Uh, but anyway, that that you know, that's that's where she would be mm. for now, and you know, and that'll be food for later thought. You know, she's this from monarchy. If the peasants get yeah, up and eat, you smack them. It's how, it's how you fix things. <laughs> a good pruning every once in a while, if I bring it back to plant speak. So you're having this nice conversation, Mr. Jordan, while, you know, titans are still clashing inside the building. Sure. <laughs> uh, well, that's why I'm just trying to keep him safe. So the Mott Bishop... Once... Uh, Let's see. He saw his punch didn't do a whole whole lot, but but then Landshark's punch didn't do nothing to him. So hmm. 
Curtis. Yes. He is going to try... Yeah, I know what he's going to do. He's going to try to put a condition on you, on a land shark. So it's going to be his willpower versus land sharks. As he begins to taunt land shark. Uh, you know, because Landshark is a mutant. Oh, did we lose? Curtis? Yeah, he, okay. he would. He would be considered a mutant. Yeah. Okay. So he begins mocking Landshark. I mean, he brings up the mutant stuff in unfavorable terms. He talks about the massive destruction he's done. You know. You know, how, basically how he's, you know, he's he's destroyed more things on accident than he saved on purpose. Uh, anything else that would be publicly known that he could kind of throw in Landshark's face, he's doing it. So his willpower... Alright, so he rolls a... Dang it. It always hides it from me. I can't see what I rolled. Oh, not too bad. Uh, no, that's an 8 and an 8. So he's trying to make you kind of rage out of control. He's trying to make you uncontrolled. Uh, or I'll, I'll, I'll call the condition uh, blowing your top. And with a tie, he puts the condition on you but doesn't get to tap it for free. Uh, so, give yourself a determination point, as I'm basically going to go oh. ahead and tap it. Okay. And the building begins to shake. Oh, let's see where's Land Shark sheet so I can look at this. There we go. Uncontrolled trimmer. So Snapdragon, outside, the whole area begins to shake. Oh, boy. Uh, and I wouldn't know this. I wouldn't necessarily know. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't. I don't think I would automatically know the source of, of the shaking. Uh, but I'll go ahead and um, uh, resume flight with uh, Mr. Jordan, with Neil. And, uh, well, the, the cops are on, on the scene, too, now, right? So... Yeah, you can you can see the the lights flashing in the distance as they're driving up. So that okay, well, not a very far trust. distance. Okay, she have to trust that they'll be able to take care of themselves. Um, she'll head towards the helicopter if it hasn't touched ground yet. No, no, it has that. not. Uh, okay, I'll try to get Jordan to them um, and away from the the shaking building, and then uh, come back and see uh, if there's anything she can do to help. Uh, Muck Boot and Whirlwind Jack. 
you're inside the building and the entire building starts to shake violently. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, every. Wait, well, I can't say every time. This is the second time. Shark, don't you do it. <laughs> oh, that's right. He did He did shake things a little bit uh, in uh, Rhodes Ferry. But managed to catch himself where he did massive damage. You look at him now, though, and his face is just bright red. He is obviously furious with this guy. And his eyes, he'd have, like, his his eyes would have turned to, like, yeah, the solid black shark eyes. Uh, Whirlwind Jack, how in the know were you on other, pe- other superpowered people? I'd say a mo- to a moderate degree. Okay. I'm probably aware of who Landshark is, but not the full context. But you know he tends to do a lot of property damage, kind of earthquake oriented. Yeah. And the whole black-eyed and red-faced, he, that's not a good look on him. That's, that's... Uh, yeah, this is probably not going to be good. And then it's Landshark's turn. What does a pissed off land shark do? That is a good question. The everything, the, everything's already shaking and probably falling apart because it's only got earth power level nine. Um, I don't think he would do anything subtle or you know like binding. I think he'd just try and beat the crap out of him. So. Um, He'll remind uh, the bishop that he's not just a mover and shaker. He's a shark. Um, And use one of his determination points that he's been building up for being such a goof. And wail on the guy. Are you using that to aid in hitting him or... Bump your damage. Yeah, get to my prowess, yeah. Okay. Which, God, I, I, he can't hit anything today. He can tear a building down, but he can't touch this guy. And they tie, which in combat means, you know. He blocked. Basically, you know, you grazed him or whatever, but he rolled with it. There's no damage exchanged. That'd just make me matter. And he starts laughing inside his helmet. And Landshark has probably lost to his rage. So whether or not he would recognize what it means when when the bishop tells him to smile for the camera. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Oh, and Jack, you're up. Jack's gonna you're hit a. Guys. Jack's gonna hit the bishop with the. With one of his air blasts. Yes, sir. Alrighty. So that's his coordination. Oh no.
You see him rock a little bit with it, but but he's got himself braced to the ground pretty good. And in my turn, I'm going to start moving back towards the uh, exit. Let's see. Jordan is outside. And you said you were basically loading him into the helicopter that was coming. That's right. All right. So we'll go ahead and remove him from the board. So you have... Uh, Alright, so loading him into the helicopter will be your action for the round. But with your movement, you can put yourself anywhere on the board you want if you want to, you know, fly back in and check on everybody else. Uh, from your vantage point, you can see buildings in a very large area are shaking. I'll be prepared to think that a new villain is on the ground. It's certainly not one of my allies. Oh, that's Landshark. He knows all about land. He'll know who, who this villain is. Let's see. And y'all were in... The warehouse was in Queens, right? Check out which part of New York y'all are in. All right, so you swoop back in. Uh, let's see. From your vantage point, Snapdragon, you can see through this smashed up area. You see this office worker just go running by. And he kind of stops where this guy has smashed. Is there a window? No, there's not a window there. Never mind. He just keeps on going. You don't know if there's a back door he's running to or what it is, but he's moving a lot faster now that the buildings looks like it's going to fall in on him. And the building is in a bad way. It's, this is going to be issues in a round or two. Muck boot. Well, I know what this issue is. And, uh, fastest way to solve it is to remove the man my character loves to murder, folk. <laughs> I'm gonna shoot to kill the bad guy. Well, wouldn't knocking him out be just as efficient? Can't be mad at a dead man. <laughs> Mugboot is a man of quick decision. When things escalate, he is quick to escalate with him. Gun shooting. <laughs> I ain't no mutant. <laughs> Doesn't matter if I kill you. The mutant didn't. Yeah, there's a certain there's a certain logic to that, I suppose. Alright, that's his coordination. You hate mutants, regular normal people gonna shoot you. He almost gets out of the way. But it is a major success, which on a killing attack, I think, triggers it. I'll wait for the double check. Or do me to just go ahead and roll? Uh, let's see. Beat you by three. Or you beat him by three. So that is, a, that is indeed a major. 
Let's see, on a major or massive. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Uh... Yeah, go ahead and roll it. Bam. It's your attack versus his strength. Which is... Well, his strength is pretty high, though. All right, then. So you beat him by two, which is a moderate success. It drops his stamina to zero and renders the character unconscious. Bam, bam. Oh, look, he fell down and get back up. Landshark, you can calm down now. Man, how unfortunate for him. He was so paltry and weak, yet he's a super armor. Bullet, bullet beat him. <coughs> done here. Calm down. <coughs> um. As Landshark just sees a man collapse in front of him. I am going to say, because he does have his hang-ups, because of childhood trauma, and he put a condition on him that probably triggered that, he's probably going to punch him at least one more time, even though he's down. Okay. Or since he collapses on the ground, maybe he punts him. Yeah. It, it'll, look, it'll be bad on the camera. Whatever, but but I, I think he, you know, probably tra tapped into something that played into his hands. All right, combat is effectively over. So yeah, Landshark rears back, kicks the guy. He arcs up over the boxes. Smash through the wall and out into the street. Uh, pieces of the building are starting to fall in now. Uh, you can hear glass shattering from outside on the street. Uh, oh. Landshark is probably going from, at this point, probably going from angry to a little freaked out because he realizes kind of what's going on. It's like, oh, uh-oh. <clears throat> uh, what are the rest of you doing? Uh, I think Jack's going to be making the beeline for the door. There's lots of unconscious people in this building. <sighs> yeah, but... But they're racist. Do they really count? Yeah. They're trying to commit murder. I mean, accidents happen. I think uh, a Snapdragon, if she, if she, once she sees, um, I guess, a, a, um, a raging land shark at the epicenter, uh, would it be reasonable for her to put two and two together and think that maybe uh, her friend, uh, uh, what you need to do, a perception check to some kind of Roll to see Give if you can put roll. Roll. All right. Let's see if maybe there's something I could that would help with this. Uh, uh, nope. If anything, uh, <laughs> if anything, uh, qualities would kind of incline her not to figure this out. But uh, a word of throw here it comes. 
and my total is something I I generated a nine. Okay. Eh, that's a marginal because <clears throat> you tied, but this isn't combat, so a tie can actually mean something. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> You're not sure that he's doing it. But he's definitely mad and well, and going from mad to kind of freaked out looking. And yeah, a that guilty alone, looking. Yeah, even if I, so I may not even uh, draw the connection between that and the rumbling, but that alone would uh, uh, move Snapdragon to try to calm her, her new friend down. So she'll fly to Landshark. And actually, this might, I think this will be a good time for, uh, to uh, emit her pheromone and try to calm him down and say, uh, look, uh, you know, the battle is won, my friend. It's, uh, it's okay now. It's, it, everything's, everything's good. Mr. Jordan is safe. Give me a roll with your pheromones. Okay. Uh, Landshark will be resisting this, essentially, with his willpower. Sure. Not because uh, he... Or, or... No, because he wants to, just because. Yeah. And, and well, again... He's freaked. You can't just decide not to be freaked out, so... Right. He's got to overcome... Yeah. And even this won't... Uh, won't stop you from... Won't calm you down. And all it will do is like, put a condition that says... Uh, you know, you, you trust me or you respect or what, you know, not it's, it's you love me without being loved. Cause that's, that's creepy. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> so this doesn't directly affect your emotion, but it does make just kind of like a, put a condition that uh, on you that would uh, make you, I guess that would let me calm you down. If that makes or, uh, potentially help calm you down, if that makes sense. Okay. I know my, this, this whole pheromone thing still, still a little wobble. What, what do you usually but, use to resist fer- the pheromone, your pheromone power? Uh, is it usually willpower, or is it usually constitution? Or you know, it's it's de- it's definitely not constant. Uh, it's definitely not strength, or it, if anything, it's awareness, or maybe maybe willpower. I need to let me. You know, awareness sounds familiar. I bet I, it is awareness. I think same for land shark anyway. So okay, I think so you're I right. We, we've had the discussion before because it was. It wasn't that the power wouldn't affect you, but if you if you figure out that hey, this isn't how I actually ought to be feeling, you know, you can you can ignore it if you realize oh, well, I'm feeling this way because somebody's doing something to me. So yeah, Land Shark needs to give me an awareness. Yeah, I got. Oh, there it is. Five total. Oh, and I've got to generate my total still. Um, oh, there's a, there's another nine. Yeah. So yeah, you're 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 feeling trusting ever, you know. That's right. You know, she's she's telling you, you know, telling you like it is. Uh, yeah. I may need to do another roll for the actual persuasion. Attempt. Yes, give me a willpower roll for the yeah. actual. Okay, and I'll go ahead and uh, uh, I, I know I get at least one free tag, so I'll go ahead and utilize that. And so it's going to be. And I also have the persuasion uh, specialty. Can I go ahead and add a plus one to that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That that would be the skill okay. you use. So persuasion, and that's uh, I'm just adding just creating the world builder yeah, yeah, entry right. for that. And that's that's going to be uh, based on willpower as a default and add plus one. And so it'll be this. Uh, I'll... Actually, let me let me just do this manually because I've also got the plus two. So roll 1d6 plus uh, five for the willpower, plus one for the provision, plus two for my <laughs> condition. And... He only got a five again. So okay, well, <laughs> I may have a permanent friend. I, I just generated a right. friend. 
You're now besties, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, the pheromone made you friendly towards her, but, you know, you're already kind of, yeah. on, you know, y'all were already working together, so. Right. Yeah. But, yeah, then this she says tough. just the right things to, you know, calm you down. The shaking starts to decrease. Phew. He's like, thanks. Uh, sorry about that. I, I have issues. Well, you may have that, but what I've seen today is that your power is only uh, is only uh, is is only eclipsed by your 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 bravery and goodness. <laughs> <laughs> Says the person who's known a couple hours. <laughs> uh, so this building's in bad shape. You can hear car alarms going off for blocks around you. Uh, uh, the police pull up, uh, you know, they catch the guy that was trying to escape out the back, uh, they're a little freaked out because New York just had an earthquake, which, you know, is not something that happens, you know, all that often. Not even in superhero. It probably happens a little more often in superhero in the superhero setting. Yeah, Agent Davis will be really happy about that. <laughs> uh, if there's unconscious people that need help out of the building, I'll let's see. Help. Last earthquake in New York. In 2011, there was an earthquake in Virginia that some people in buildings in Manhattan could feel. I remember that one. Uh, now, when the spear helicopter lands, Agent Davis does not look surprised. He marches straight up to Landshark. What did you do? Um, we we beat the bad guys. Do you realize that you have just wrecked like ten or fifteen square city blocks? He just sort of hang his head. You know, he points down to, you know, where a water pipe is busted down here. And, you know, uh, one of the little, uh, oh, you see them all the time in Marvel Comics and Spider-Man swinging on rooftops. The the little, like, water reservoirs just on top of buildings. You know, some of those have fallen over. Fallen over. Water towers? Yes, thank you. I'm trying to give a different, different name, but I guess water towers is really what you call them. You know, um, all the glass busted out in the windows on this street. The yeah. bishop pulled a mind trick on me. Well, uh, can Muckboot roll an awareness real quick? Sure. Uh, to see if he could tell that uh, Snapdragon was doing kind of an emotion control thing with pheromones. Or kind of like doing something weird to Landshark. Uh, yeah, go ahead and give me a roll. You've seen some weird stuff out in space. 
Oh, thank goodness I'm back. Yeah, you've known of another plant species or two that can do things with uh, with their pollen. Yeah, Muck Boodle tried to interject real quick. Of, look, I think there was a... Uh, oh, well, uh, we'll walk past the night real quick. Do you mind if I put a little bit of this on you? <laughs> like, a little bit of this problem. Do you mind if I put a little bit of this problem on you? Are you are you dabbing the agent with my fur? <laughs> no. I'm going to lie <laughs> to a government agent. Oh, I see. <laughs> to, to mask my pheromones as the, the evil mind control agent from the bad guys. Somewhat, but like... <laughs> With your Snapdragon, it's Snapdragon, okay with it. Um, <laughs> yeah, her, well, I, I think um, yeah, her instinct would would be to uh, to say no. That was uh, that was my 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 real because uh, she doesn't think of the firm on something that's like weird or even she doesn't necessarily think of it as something even like uh bad or right it's, it's she considers well, it as like the natural order of things but um well what mug food has said isn't i plan on talking about your family he just said do you mind if i put a little bit of this on you like put a little bit of this problem on you and that was it that was just okay. all you all he said to you yeah oh, okay <laughs> yeah i think she'd be yeah she'd be i think she would just uh, roll the for now since she's kind of like more mostly concerned with the dressing down that uh, Landshark's getting from uh, this uh, this this minor dignitary. Yeah, Mokbu will try to interject. Now, sir, I think there's a a slight issue of what exactly has been going on in here that triggered a little bit harder on sir's abilities than is naturally a current. Davis turns, look at you. What are you talking about? Well, uh, as we witnessed earlier, Miss Snapdragon here has some ability of emotional sway, and I believe some of that got a little off-handed. A little, uh, secondary effect may have triggered on Landshark. Are you saying that I, 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 are you saying that I caused him to do this? She, she's taken aback a bit by that by that suggestion. <laughs> no, no. So I certainly did not de decree decree uh, this destruction. Right. He ain't exactly regular. It could have been well, any number sharp. of effects. <laughs> what causes joy in one can cause anger in another. I'm saying there may have been some. Some mix mash of what, what happened, because I have been beside Mr. Shark before during an episode, and it was not as powerful as this one. I see. Well, um, my at that point, Davis turns, you know, <laughs> to Lancer. It was you in Rhodes Ferry. I told him it was. Be fair, they had already set the building on fire on the inside, sir. Here at Rhodes Ferry. Rhodes Ferry. At Rhodes oh, Ferry. Okay. <laughs> they had already torn the crap out of that building. 
Well, there's uh, my uh, my divine uh, my divine fragrance uh, was uh, was uh, mandated to us uh, to, to uh, help uh, guide the, our own people, and perhaps since these are not my own people, I guess it's not unimaginable that it may have unforeseen consequences. Since uh, again. Our rule is not mandated over these, these lands, only over Rhino itself. Hmm. This gives me much to think about, is what she says. Muckboot, give me a willpower versus Davis's. <laughs> to lie to the government, I better have a bonus. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Land shark, he'll that's just be quiet and be ready to be cuffed and hauled away. <laughs> you don't know if Davis is. You don't think Davis is buying it, but he's like, I'll put it in my report. And my superiors can decide what what's to be done with him this time. I expect the city of New York will want you to, you know, not show up again. <laughs> Don't, Don't worry. worry. The city of New Amsterdam will always have a place for you. <laughs> Davis just stops right and looks at you. Uh, hello, sir. And let's see. The what does the Big Apple have against sharks? <laughs> well, uh, if I he's, saw the internet. If he says that, Davis responds with, "We don't want a big bite taken out of our apple of our apple." <laughs> and you just took a ten or fifteen block bite out of it. <laughs> we don't know what the casualties are yet for this stunt. Muckboot whispers it at Bow and Jack. How many acres is a block? <laughs> I uh, I can't really do the conversion in my head, but uh, a New York City block? That, that, that's a lot, a lot of apple trees, but... Yeah, it's always more parcel cherry, but uh, alright. Alright, so they start to wrap up here... Uh... Let's see. Everybody here is arrested. Uh, the news talks about the unexpected earthquake in Queens where a land shark was spotted. So land shark's popularity is probably at an all-time low. Not that it's ever uh -huh. super high. Uh, he tries. Video of the fight from the standpoint of the bishop is released on the anonymously on the internet, uh, which does not do as much damage probably as Mott was hoping, because it it confirms that Land Shark basically is caused uh, was the cause of the earthquake, but everybody was already pretty well believing that anyway. Uh, you know, there's some comments about you kicking the guy after he fell down, but 
<laughs> you know, it was basically like a, an eye view of the camera, so, you know, they could tell the camera had fallen down, but not necessarily <laughs> that the guy was unconscious already. Uh, though that's, of course, what Mott is claiming. You know, kicking a man when he's down, literally. Uh... Let's see, the building wasn't completely destroyed. So they recover some files. Uh, you find out Jordan had not been harmed yet because they were going to do like a basically like an online public execution kind of deal. Holy crap. But there was some they were they, there was some arguing over exactly how they were going to do it that had slowed slowed it down. Uh, let's see. Concord got away. The trooper or two that actually died at Muckboot's hand, uh, pretty much, you know, it was pretty much declared kind of a righteous kill sort of thing because you, you had been asked by the government to investigate this. They were using lethal force. There were hostages. You know, you showed restraint where you could, so, you know, they don't make a real big deal about that. Uh, the city of New York does, re does uh, request... Uh, or order land shark, you know, out of the city limits. Another city? <laughs> I don't know if you can get a restraining order again. I don't know if, it, if a city can take a restraining order out against a person or not. But, but uh, Mott is having a field day talking about this as, you know, proof of how dangerous mutants can be. If this one mutant can potentially wreck an entire city. But at least we saved Mr. Jordan. Yes. He's uh he's probably real neutral with us right now. <laughs> like Might thanks be. for saving me, but you kinda wrecked the opinion of us. <laughs> he's uh you do see an interview with him where, you know, he's very thankful that you saved him, but you know, perhaps Perhaps there are certain mutants like Mr. Landshark that need uh Need some some training somewhere isolated. Yeah, I can't really argue with that one. That's just sound <laughs> logic. You don't fire a gun in a city to practice. You, you go out to the woods. Uh, let's see. Uh, let's see. News gets leaked about Snapdragon and her kingdom. Kind of on the level of rumors. Uh, and there's some confusion in the public about the invaders. Was that Snapdragon's people? But, you know, everybody in the know knows the invaders were, you know, were somewhere else. That they weren't actually coming out of the ground, per se. So while public opinion might be a little iffy with Snapdragon because of this, it's not going to affect the government's dealings with her people. Uh, let's see. That does get everybody's pictures on the news. Even Muckboot is occasionally being recognized on the street by people now. Uh-oh. Uh, here in New York. Here in New York. You don't figure it's going to be quite as, as noticeable other places. And that will, and that will 
I'm getting uh, one last thing is uh, Muckboot will speak to Snapdragon. That's sure. all right. Oh yeah. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he'll turn. He'll at some point speak to Snapdragon. So, uh, it seems we both need to, uh, educate ourselves a little bit on the current society here. Would you be bothered by some accompaniment? Yeah, yeah we, we can both, perhaps we can both, uh, figure out this, uh, strange world. Um, um where, from where do you hit? I don't think I ever quite, uh, got the time to figure that out. Uh... How long? I, I don't believe you're from a, a preface first. Uh, how long do your people uh, typically live <laughs> in rotations question. of the planet around the sun? I, I think, I, um, I think um, I'm, I'm going to say Rhino, Rhino, at least amongst royalty, the Rhino and Dryads, the, the twice as long as human exploration. Not that I've actually okay. invested points in the immortality power to the extent that that matters. But yeah, that, yeah, at least that's, that's how I was guessing it so far. Uh, I was, I've been here a little bit longer than this place has been a country, but I had to uh, go elsewhere for a while. Elsewhere, um, I'm, I'm guessing you're not beneath the surface. Uh, have you traveled uh, to other realms? Yeah, kind of. Kind of got hijacked for a few years, and then I just it was just fun, so I just kind of stayed out. Fun. Oh well, that's. Uh, I can I can certainly appreciate wanting to travel on your own for that. Is anyone else hearing an echo? I am. I don't know if that's coming. Me. I can. Uh, test. Test. I'm not hearing anything from him. Not hearing. Not hearing me echo right now. Wait, I just did. No, I think that's uh. Okay. How about now? Yeah, I heard Nick over at the end. I, heard Nick. I think that's me. I know I've got Zoom muted. I always have to do that when I log in. Yeah, I didn't hear a Nico when you were talking just when you were talking just now. But now I've got one. But now I've got. Yep, it's coming through me. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Is your mic always on, or do you have like a push to talk? I've had to switch over to uh, always on because my computer just crapped out. So I had to jump onto Roll20 on my phone. Oh, and fun. I can't have oh. Roll20 pulled up at the same uh -huh. time as I got Discord pulled up. So I can't make rolls and talk yeah, at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've had to do that before. Uh, let me just turn down my sensitive sensitivity a little bit. That might do it. That might. I mean, it's, it's not so bad that we, we, we can't so keep going, but. It was just something I was noticing. Alright, so it well, sounds like Muckboot like and Muck. Snapdragon will be traveling together for a while. I didn't sound like that. Exploring the surface world. Yep. Workable accommodations. Land Shark is tunneling out of town with the, the Lonely <laughs> Man music from the Incredible Hulk TV show playing. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I ran with him twice, and both times he tried to collapse the building on my head. I'm done. <laughs> I will fight with him in the woods, and that is it. Is that why you're taking up with Snapdragon? Am I am I the new land shark? <laughs> no, you're the 
You're the person I can conveniently learn all the information about this place from and not look like a weirdo. Okay, <laughs> we're each other's uh, exposition excuses. Uh, let's see. And what would Whirlwind Jack be doing as this wraps up? Uh, probably making his final tour of the city. Just tasting all the fine little touristy tourist traps he can find. That's right, because he was here for a couple of presentations. Yeah. Uh, all right, so I, I, I picture Mukboot a snapdragging, uh, doing less of the tourist trappy stuff, but like, you know, the Statue of Liberty, the Empire State Building, you know. Kind of your historical kind of stuff. Like I said, Landshark's leaving town with sad music playing. Warwin Jack is buying, you know, cheap New York souvenirs and, you know. And I just, I picture him hitting hot dog stands and stuff. He just strikes me as the type. But for the record, I think Jack did give Landshark his cell phone number. Like actual <laughs> cell phone number, not just a burner. Poor land shark. No. Well, let's face it. With a rank nine power, that's devastating, that's... and we can't control it. I mean, that's no. Yep. <laughs> it's asking for trouble. You know, it wasn't as powerful in Rhodes Island or Rhodes Ferry because I didn't want to wipe that town off the map. Well, you know, um, land shark could be like uh, the thing Marvel and Two in One of this universe, where every every issue you're with a new zero because that's about as long as you can sustain a working partnership. Yeah, because you have to see. Yeah, because the, the two-in-one was usually... Marvel team-up was always Spider-Man and somebody. Two-in-one was always the thing and somebody. That's right. <laughs> He'll call up Jay. So, New York was a bust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that can segue us to what we're going to... Uh, well, that fight <coughs> a lot longer. A lot more of a session than I thought it would. But, but that can segue us to our... Last hour, where uh, let's see, where I believe Curtis, you were going to be playing uh, Jay, right? Uh, well, let me see what was Saint Moon. Muck Boot, or uh, Taylor, Taylor was going to go from playing Muck Boot to playing... J303, the world's most obvious robot. <laughs> Snapdragon was going to become... Uh, Everlast? Oh yes, Everlast. And I believe, Zach, you were going to be playing Wolf Witch? Wolf Witch, yes, there. sir. 
So a quick name change. And we will Alright now, where's the Okay, there's the map. Sorry for all the weird jumps, but it wasn't one to on my list of maps, it wasn't wanting to just slide over like I needed it to. So, nothing's taking place on this map. It's just to get a different view than, uh, than, the, than that previous battle map. <clears throat> However, I'm sure y'all remember some going zone in this spot. Uh, you were, I believe it was, I believe we decided it was Shreveport, Louisiana, this happened, this, that this adventure had taken yes, place sir. in. Uh, yes, sir. Where a, a, a group of, I guess we'll call them misfits, had inadvertently come into contact with a group called the Pantheon that was trying to steal an ancient Egyptian artifact. They had all combined forces and put a stop to that. Uh, before parting ways. Uh, two of the characters that were involved in that were... Uh, well, they were both J. Uh, J303, an artificial intelligence that is... I believe he's got his full citizenship and runs his own company yeah. now, doesn't he? Or owns some patents well, or something. He, uh... It was mostly kind of like a... Uh, Automatic telemarketing. Oh, uh, yeah, just something uh, he could run in the background of his own brain. Oh. And he kind of acts like he's the subservient droid to some other person that you don't ever see. Okay. Because that way he can be like, hey, I'm not trying to do anything. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a robot serving a human, just like robots are supposed to do. <laughs> I don't want Mott after me. <laughs> well, you don't pretend to be human, so you're not necessarily on their radar. Yeah. Uh, the other... I always have my shirt, Robot at Work. Uh, the other character was uh, Jay Ramirez. Yeah. Am I getting that right? Saint Moon El Bruja. One of, one of the more powerful mages on the planet. Mm-hmm. Well, he may not be, may not care for that, but uh, and they fought with him briefly before his grandmother's spirit possessed him. And if you have not seen that, you should go back and watch that. It was amazing, just for the bathroom scene alone. <laughs> oh, I forgot about my man. <clears throat> Uh, but in the time since then uh, both the J's have been keeping an eye on this exhibit uh, J303 just because he lives in town and may have you know cheesed these people off so 
wants to keep up, try to keep up with their coming and going to make sure they're not going to be dangerous to him. And to a lesser extent, the city. Because I don't think 303 is super heroic per se. But a positive, a positive view locally and, you know, abroad keeps down how many people want me gone. <laughs> and my bodies are, you know, expendable enough. Yeah, he's not a bad guy. He just ain't going on patrols or really looking for a fight. But... Right. <clears throat> well, St. Moon was undoubtedly... Well, he's not really the... Huh? I'm a go-getter superhero. This is... Somebody's trying to mess around with some magic and... How close is Shreveport to New Orleans? New Orleans is on well, the Gulf. Shreveport's close. way up in the north. Yeah, they're not close at all. No, no. I think we may have talked like they were, like it was close to the Gulf the last time we played. But I, I looked it up today, and it's not even, it's not anywhere close to it. You know, there's plenty I mean, of water around. Any red lights, it's a day trip. Okay, yeah, yeah, I mean, right, it's just off right. the ends of the state, but. Yeah. Well, I was just thinking New Orleans might be one of those towns Jay would have a connection to because of all the the magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's some magical community in Shreveport. You know, in a world where magic works. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I mean, the exhibit has long since moved out. Uh, even, even before it moved on, they removed the piece that they were trying to steal and have shipped it back to wherever it came from. Uh well, shipped it back to whatever, you know, European museum owns it currently, not necessarily where it came from. Uh, but there have been a, there's been a disappearance or two in the magical community around Shreveport, which has drawn uh, St. Moon's attention and I'm going to assume that the Jays were kind of working together to keep this place under surveillance. Uh, just since they already knew each other and were already kind of involved. Uh, so St. Moon is uh, staking out an occult bookstore, basically. Uh, and... That would be when he gets a call from Landshark. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Stuff in New York didn't, you know, didn't work out, and you know, he does, doesn't doesn't think he can go back to New York now. <clears throat> Which, how many cities does that have Landshark? Is Landshark up to <laughs> having been kicked out of? That's a good question. <laughs> We're going to need to make a list at some point. Uh, <clears throat> so anyway, that's the two of you are you know kind of keeping your ear to the ground, looking for a, I almost called a mot. I have to remember I've switched organizations now. Uh, the Pantheon, where the other batch of heroes that we've had that dealt with the Pantheon for a few sessions was the Haunted. And I don't remember, have we ever said what city the Haunted were based out of? 
I don't remember. Uh, I, I don't the, think the so. Haunt, the Haunted was our magic group? Right. Yeah. Yes. No, I guess we didn't. Because uh, it was somewhere Slap kind of in the south. But... <clears throat> I know we all got teleported to that one building in Savannah, but that wasn't really right. narrowing down. Yeah. I can't remember if it was somewhere else in Atlanta. Up. Or if we said Louisiana, it was somewhere kind of in the south, I think. It seems like uh, Wolf Witch's bookstore is becoming, the, at least for now, the more often than not, gathering point for the, for this team. Mm -hmm. She's the one that owns the building. Yep. Well, the we just don't know what city it's well, in. I, I rent it out. Maybe it's okay. in all the cities. No. Uh... Uh, wherever it is, you know, the Haunted have an interest in tracking down the Pantheon. So you've been keeping, you've been keeping, uh, your ear to the ground, you know, calling around, you know, contacts, having people send you information if there's any of these weird disappearances. Uh, you know, you're aware of what went down in Shreveport. So that's somewhere you've really begun kind of keeping your eye on. So Wolf Witch would also be aware of these disappearances. And we're going to say that she she and Everlast have rolled into town to investigate. Where uh, the other haunted have other things to be doing, you know. You've left uh, uh, Seth minding the shop. You know, with strict instructions to stay out of the basement. <laughs> You know, you've been you've been helping him train in his spare time, though he has already been going out in costume. Uh, there's been a little kerfuffle on the news about him, as the other personality had taken over briefly and identified himself as a priest of Mott. Oh, yeah, yeah. So there was some questioning there. And now the, you know, the, the ancient persona that Seth is the reincarnation of is really just kind of super pissed. There's an organization out here using his goddess's name, and it's not the sort of thing she'd approve of. And he's been very vocal about it. Uh... There's not a big mock presence around whatever city y'all are in. But any chance he gets to venture out and kind of try to hunt any of them down, he's been doing it. <laughs> no, Isis and the DC Universe had the same problem. What's that now? Isis and the DC Universe oh, yes, yes, had the they, same problem. They had to oh, using her name pretty quickly. <laughs> uh, all right. We got 45 minutes, so we'll do the little bit of the investigation. However, I have to step away for just one second. I'll be right back. Yeah, I'm going to take a brief break, too. All right. All right. Five minute bio break for everybody. I'll be right back.
I beat them back. Just barely, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Good timing. What's that now? Oh, they beat you back. Oh. <laughs> but I, I just, just got here. We'll give Mike another minute. And then I'll just go edit this entire five minutes out before I put it up on YouTube. Or I'm back. Oh, okay. Howdy, howdy. Well, we all had pretty good timing then. All right. <clears throat> All right, so I need the Jays to give me an awareness roll. And this is essentially covering the week or so that y'all been hanging around this uh, bookstore. Let me put a difficulty. All right, y'all need to be to seven. Nope. Stakeouts are boring. St. Moon passes the time with tequila. <laughs> no, no, Poppy Shock. You're not a walking disaster. <laughs> and J303? And this is going to be awareness? Yes. I'm a robot. I am capable. I am incapable of boredness. <laughs> well, no. Because wait, I can I watch I... and play Candy Crush at the same time. <laughs> <clears throat> so you've been observing this, uh, you know, this shop for a week now. So you've, you know, you've kind of gotten used to, okay, that's one of the regulars. They're here all the time. Uh, you have noticed a few men that seem to be watching the shop from outside. Uh, this is one of those little, uh, almost like kind of the old downtown you get in really small towns. You know, on what was kind of the main street when the town was first founded. At least around here, every town's got one that's got the, like the antique shops and stuff. So there's always people moving around, and there's, you know, a few little diners and coffee shops. So there's, there, there's places where you can sit for a while without drawing any real attention. But Jay, you've noticed the same three or four guys that seem to cycle out. And y'all are keeping this place under observation because the owner is uh, part of the local supernatural community, claims to have been, uh, claims his great-grandfather was an angel. You know, claims that it's kind of the root of his abilities or whatever. Uh, from St. Moon's point of view, this guy's not that stout, so, you know, it may be more of a sales gimmick than anything. But the Pantheon seems to be interested in anything kind of divinely touched, so, you know. If people are disappearing, this 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 guy that owns this shop is a potential target. Uh, 
Now, Wolf Witch and Everlast. Y'all have rolled into Shreveport. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've probably talked with the police, you know, gotten the police report on the incident that happened here. That, uh... I want to say y'all had teleported in and seen the aftermath of it. Yeah, that sounds about right. I want to say y'all and kind then of there was another bathroom, bathroom incident. incident. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was before y'all wound up bouncing to Egypt and, you know, breaking into a dude's house there and then burning a house down and... <laughs> Arizona or Nevada, one of the deserts out there. <laughs> a, ma- a manufacturing cell, a manufacturing uh, plant for a terrorist. Well, it was as much. It was more research and manufacturing, maybe, but yeah, they were clearly working on that Saint Sword Saint armor, mm-hmm. which appeared to be pretty much all tech based, though. Which you know, for somebody that keeps investigating magic, seems slightly odd. Uh, though I think y'all, the the haunted had basically figured out the pantheon's purpose, hadn't they? Yes, yeah, they're trying to. Uh, they're they're capturing people who have uh, divine power in order to empower themselves to become gods of their own might instead of uh, right. Instead of like being servants of the gods, they want to be gods themselves. Right. They're, at least that's uh, how Russ looks at it. They're sales pitches. They want to elevate all of mankind to godhood, basically. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it's not just with themselves. You know, in the in the yeah. Zeus Odin position, but you know, right. First everybody gets to be a god. We just get to be the higher up ones. We get to be godier, just a little bit, you know. <laughs> and we have seen their armor. We know that god gaudy is kind of their mo. <laughs> <laughs> oh come on, it's just bright and shiny and gold. Don't yeah, who are like, we to talk? Don't you like gold? <laughs> <laughs> And, you know, the headsman wasn't particularly gold. He was just a punk. He was. I don't know. Y'all patted him for a while and <laughs> basically he's decided he's to split. Powers he turned out to be pretty tough. Mm-hmm. He wasn't tough. He just yeah. got all the toughness out of us. Whoever stabbed him up should really pat themselves on the back. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> Though, if you want one dude to take on the team, yeah, he needs to be jacked up. But anyway, you ro- you rolled in to investigate the uh, disappearances. Uh, the archive... Uh, let's see, what would he call it? The archive... Books and Novelties... Uh, as you everlast, as you go, as you as you step into this shop, uh, Wolf Witch had described it. Oh yeah, this guy's got a shop. It's kind of like my shop. Uh, but as you walk in, it doesn't have the kind of uh, cheap gaudy stuff in the front like hers. It doesn't have the Harry Potter oh. ones and the you know. Uh, whatever those Harry, Harry Potter jelly bean flavors are, you know. In other words, it doesn't seem to cater to a mass market. 
Yeah, yeah, it's just, you know... It's like it's a more serious bookstore. <laughs> yeah. Whatever keeps the lights on. <laughs> uh, you know, not not everyone can be like Black Flag. Some people have to be some flag. That's all right. Some people have to be posers. It's fine. <laughs> They're gate, gateway bands. Now, the, the you know the back portion of Wolf Witch's shop. You know, once you get away from like just the very front door, and the back room <laughs> and all that looks much more. You know. Uh, you know, they, they they look pretty similar in that regard, you know. This guy, you yeah, know, maybe we... maybe Shreveport's just got a larger mystical population, so, you know, he can make it on just just the mystical, actual legitimate stuff. Oh, I see. Well, in, in the general vicinity of New Orleans, that's not terribly surprising. Uh, do we know the name of the person who uh, operates and owns the books and novelties? His name is Clive Baker. Do we see Mr. Baker? Oh, uh, you do not. There's two uh, college-age individuals, you know, uh, one young man, one woman that seem to be running the place at the moment. Inside, are we hanging out watching? You are on the roof of the building across the street. Okay. It's 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 one of those older buildings that it's it's a two story building, and then it's got like another half story or so of just kind of facade. So you can sit up there, not really being noticed, and just kind of peeking over. Uh, And you know, you see two women walk in that you don't recognize, but. Or you don't recognize them as regulars, or uh, or as the people that were you know that were sco- have been scoping the place out. When they walk in, however, one of the people that you think might be scoping the place out he immediately gets on his phone. He seems almost excited as he starts you know, texting ninety miles an hour. I wonder what that's about. Uh, so inside the shop, uh, as two as two of you walk in, uh, one of the workers, you know, walk, you know, when they see you come in, they they step up to to uh, Wolf Witch. Oh, hello! Welcome to the archive. Is there anything you know we can help you with? Uh, yes, we were hoping to see if Mr. Baker was in today. Uh, if he is, please tell him that Miss Trishik is here to see him. Miss Trishik. She mispronounces the name slightly, you know. He has to be corrected. Well, he's he's not in today, but I, you know, if you've come to see him, I, I can send him a text to see if he's available, I guess. Please do so. It's a not urgent matter, but it's something we are... In dire need of of learning. Uh, the guy behind the counter. When you say your name, he cuts his eyes up at you. And when his cohort 
uh, co-worker says, oh, well, you know, I guess we can text him. He's like, oh, I'll do that, you know. I'll, I'll, I'll handle that and steps to the back. He gives you, Ooh. he gives Wolfwitch kind of a nod before he steps back. Uh, you think he, he maybe... smiles just a little bit too wide. <laughs> you think maybe he's part of the, part of the community enough to, to recognize your name? Where the girl may be, you know, more of just, you know, oblivious to there being any, any undercurrent going on here, you know. She may just be a college student that's been hired to, you know, man the shop from time to time. Yeah. Everlast, you notice that this guy's got twice the employees that Wolf Witch has got. <laughs> I've been working out a dental plan for shop for Seth. <laughs> I bet. <clears throat> I bet Clive's workers don't get possessed by things in the basement either. <laughs> or if he did, that one double. was his fault. <laughs> well, that's anything. Actually, I believe it fell off and hit him as the attackers were causing things to rumble, if I remember correctly. That's what he said. <laughs> you can also, trust him. He's all about truth, justice, and the Egyptian way. <laughs> the ancient Egyptian way. <clears throat> uh... A little bit later, the guy comes out, uh, identifies himself as, oh, what's a good name for a random college student? Also Seth. No, no, no. That's not a common enough name for that. Kevin, we'll grab a random icons playtester's first name. Kevin. <laughs> hey, that's a great list of names. You need one randomly. Just flip open the book. Who's the playtesters? Oh, there we go. It is. There were a lot of playtesters. Yes, yes. This is actually quite a list. Uh, he doesn't give you his last name. Names out of power. But, uh, yeah. He tells you he's Kevin, uh, And yes, Mr. Baker is very much we should speak with you. He is on his way. Uh, ah, yeah, it's, it, it, you know, he lives about 30 minutes from here, depending on traffic. Uh, in a lower voice where, you know, the, the co-worker that's, you know, straightening some of the shelves or stocking some of the shelves. Uh, is this about the disappearances? Uh, yes, I'm afraid. Oh, I was just glad to have somebody looking into it. With any luck, we'll be able to put a stop to them rather short. Oh, that'll be good, that'll be good. Hope you can find some of the folks that have gone missing. I mean, not all of them are great people, but... Yeah. It's always worrisome when somebody starts snatching people and you don't know what they're doing or why they're doing it. Uh, now, you're known, Wolf Witch is known in the Mystic community. Now, the general public doesn't know Wolf Witch, the, the sometime hero, is 
you know, Wendy, whatever that last name was. Something butchered German. But, uh, does the Mystic community kind of know you're the same people? I'd say so. Okay. So it's, it's kind of like Doctor Strange back in the day. People didn't necessarily connect. Well, actually, he used his regular name, though, so maybe they, maybe that's a bad example. <laughs> Dr. Fate in D.C. The general public knew Dr. Fate was his magical hero. Nobody really knew he was, what's his, what's his name, Kent? Or Kent, what's his name? Kent Nelson. Nelson, thank you. Uh, but the Mystic, it's like any time you run into the Mystic characters, the Mystic characters all knew who he was, you know. You know, he showed up as Nelson. Okay, that's Dr. Fate. We'll watch our step. <clears throat> so what I'm asking <clears throat> is, is Wolf Witch kind of like that? Yeah, pretty much. Okay. Yeah, everybody know everybody who in, is in the know knows that Wendy Trishik is Wolf Witch. Kind of left too many bodies in her wake to not get noticed. Yeah, well, you know. Uh. So would uh, Jay have recognized her? Would oh, he that uh, in the give night? me an awareness roll. See if you could, you know, from where, from the distance you're at, if you could spot that's her. Because the uh, the guy in the shop didn't recognize her on sight, but he recognized the name. Uh, you beat him about beat it by one. That's who you think it was. You're not super confident because of the distance, but you thought she looks kind of familiar. And then you thought about you know, oh, uh, the wolf witch. You know, not somebody you've had a personal encounter yeah. with. Right, right. But you know. Maybe your grandmother has at some point back back in her living days. You know the wolf witch has been, been around certainly. a while. The wolf witch has been around a while, so I'll tell uh other J. J three oh three is like this may be trouble. Uh J three oh three are there any cameras around? Like CCTV or anything? Uh not so much on the street, uh you're sure some of the shops have their own individual little setups. Anything in the archive that she walked into? Uh, oh, you've been you've been scoping this place out a week, so you'd have probably checked on that. Uh, uh, they have a they have a camera inside that watches the front door and the kind of the front window. I, uh, it's up high interface. at the back of the back, so all you really see is the front door and window, not what's going uh, inside. Interface with the camera to get a pick to get a you know a clear view of her face and then run a quick search the inter internet for the name you know wolf witch that i was given to see if the any images of wolf witch match up body type or anything uh okay give me an awareness or uh <laughs> let's see the interface that just lets you interact with computers you still have to make computer roles do things so give me an uh, intelligence role plus Ooh. whatever computer skill you have ah I have a custom role for this because I'm so smart. I have talked in the beep boops. Uh, it takes you a little bit. Uh, 
But, you know, you basically tied. So, marginal success. Uh, Wait, so what? You, what, I rolled a, Wait. Hang on. No, no, no. Sorry, for some reason, my scroll thingy jumped all the way to the top. I was looking at the wrong rolls, because my... Oh, okay. Let me get way down here oh. to the bottom. I was like, tied. Strangely, oh, enough, I was, strangely enough, my role was just what I thought it was. But yeah, for some reason, the uh, the chat menu, the chat bar had just jumped all the way to the top. I don't know what's... But yes, all right, yes. A 14 definitely trumps a 6 stupendously. Congratulations. You've run into my intellect character. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the bit I was looking at, I looked down and went, oh, a plus, he's only got a plus four in that? Huh, weird. But that makes more sense. Uh, so yeah, you get in there and you pull up, you know, every, you get every frame of her walking through the door. Cross-references with every picture on the internet of Wolf Witch, including the pictures and, of her, you know, opening her bookshop and everything. Uh, I'm going to say Wendy is probably not on the internet heavily. You find some shots of Wolf Witch, and yeah, the body type matches it pretty well. Now, Wolf Witch, you know, has a hood and uh, like a half mask up under the hood or something, yeah, if yeah. I recall. Grease paint. Grease paint, that's right. That's what it was. So you don't get a perfect something, but yeah, the body type's about the same. The nose is about the same. Hair color's the same, you know. Uh... Hard to tell in the hood, but probably, uh, you know, you're only like ninety something percent sure it's her. You know, Jay is most comfortable with the ninety five with the ninety five percent you know certainty rate, but you know, there can always be a difference. But yes, Jay will infer to Jay. Yeah, she's got the same body type. She looks, you know very very similar if not the same person and she's going to a magic shop and we got a good chance with this one um she's left a trail of uh bodies right well, people that have taken a wolf with you we may want to check this out so so uh only human bodies. So, Zach, what <laughs> is Wolf Witch's reputation in the magical community? Not exactly the nicest person to deal with. She has killed a lot of people, but usually the people she's killed have been worse than her, or at least people that other people in the magical community aren't sad to see go. So she doesn't have a, a reputation for going out and marauding. Yeah. She just ain't got a lot of mercy on you if you if you mess with her. Yeah. Okay. And you have no idea who her plucky sidekick is. <laughs> Goodness. But yeah, I... Of course, uh, J303 probably pulls up his own information about her on the internet, but um, J1.0 will just let you know she's merciless. 
Well, there's not a, there's not a ton of information on the internet about Wolf Witch. She's only very recently started doing kind of the superhero thing. Uh, and not all of that has been very public. But, you know, there's a few things, so... <clears throat> you know, mostly in her hometown of... Insert hometown name here. I'll figure something out. <laughs> Seattle. Let's say it's in Seattle. We we can go with that. Uh, I may go back and review one of the previous episodes and see if we ever actually said. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, yeah, Seattle's fine. Not a lot. Not a huge magic community there. That'd explain why you had to had to had to sell. You know. Cheap plastic wands and stuff. <laughs> and boy, them Harry Potter brooms sold really well when they first came out. And then they took them off the shelves. <laughs> Somebody knows that story. All right. <laughs> uh, okay, so that's who you saw walking in. You know, you're, you're pretty sure that's the M. Uh, inside the shop. Y'all just waiting for Baker to show up. You know, you're perusing the shelves. Uh, uh, you know, Kevin asks you, you know, you know, while we're waiting, is there anything you'd like to see? Or, you know, when he just sort of looks around at the shelves, hems and haws, and no, I think I've seen all of this before. Okay. I mean, you know, if you ask, I'm sure Mr. Baker could show you the uh, uh, the back room, or you know, maybe even maybe even the stuff in our vault. If I need to get in the vault, I'll get in the vault. He's starting to pick up on me. I don't think she likes this place for some reason. <laughs> you know, and then, you know, eventually he just stops trying to make conversation. I just don't think she's. <laughs> He's just a little, a little prickly. Uh, so he kind of turns to Everlast. Uh, so, you know, do you work for her? Or are you an apprentice? Or We're, um, we're associates. Kind of, oh. It's kind of like a, we're kind of a, I guess you could call it a, a part of a, a mutual, um, what do they used to call it? Uh, mutual benefit club. <laughs> I'm, I'm, there's there's a proper name for like. Um, yeah, it, it, that's, that's I think that's how she termed like a mutual benefit organization kind of thing. Oh, okay. You gotta watch each other's backs. Huh? Yeah, that's a, that's a good way to put it, is any. How's the security in this place? He point he points up behind. Yeah, hey, we've got a camera. As far as the mundane security goes, how about defenses? Um, nothing proactive. Nothing. Nothing violent, unless you try to break into the vault. Yeah. That's good. So, um, yeah, I'm, I mean, getting... we've got some wards in the you know wards in this area. Uh, that's that's how she uh, she was going to start um, questioning towards if they had like uh, counter spells and whatnot. Oh yeah, yeah. Magical creatures have a hard time getting in. Uh, 
you know, if, if they if they intend hostility or have hostile intent, I guess you know how you put it. Mm. You know, the threshold of the door is built up, so you know vampires you know, can't really get in at all if they're not invited. But. Hey, that's that. Um, yeah, it's good that you have that. Yeah, um, especially with these uh, disappearances here. I just you know, who knows? Feel like uh, you never know when people and. Uh, Invasions may, invaders may come by. I feel like the music would get tense as she says that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right. So, what are the Jays doing? I kind of think maybe we want to go see what's going on in the shop. What Wolf Witch is up to? I'm unafraid of death, and she seems like she'd be a strong contact to have. <laughs> uh, yeah, they lived past 300 years. That's that's about the time frame I expect to be more important. <clears throat> All right, so y'all get down from the roof. Uh, y'all walk on in. Uh, I'm going to assume that uh, J1 has been in this shop at some point. If they've been casing it, I'm sure he has. You know, just in there to talk to him. So, you know... Uh, Baker probably knows that you're case, you know, that you're keeping an eye out. <clears throat> you know that you've basically run out of lead, uh, any other leads, so you're you're staking out a person you think might be a potential target. Uh, so when you walk in, he calls you. you know, oh, Mr. Ramirez, and uh, Mr. Three Hundred Three. As Wolf turns around, she sees. Uh, uh, Jay Ramirez, who she is probably more familiar with him under the name St. Moon El Bruja. Oh, Jesus Christ on a pogo stick. <laughs> and then there's a very obvious robot in a t-shirt walking in with him. No pants? I don't know. Does J303 wear pants? He wears clothes. <laughs> if for nothing more than the fact that people get weirded out if he doesn't. So it's got a bicentennial man or the, the, the guys from iRobot, but, you know, in tennis shoes and blue say, jeans. And, it would be so funny if he didn't wear pants. You know, you know there's either the, uh, it's either the duck or the, um, I don't know, who wears pants but no shirt? Oh, or it's either the Smokey the Bear or, or the Donald Duck. Yeah. Because <laughs> Mickey wears one half of no the shirt. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Uh how many of you have ever read? It was an old comic Vertigo put out called Transmetropolitan. Uh, no. I read that maybe the first year. Where you know it's in the future. The guys, the main character, is like this Gonzo reporter, uh, uh, Thompson type guy. But one of their big parks, you have the you have this this basically like circle of giant robots outside the city that nobody's seen them activated. They're dilapidated. They're falling apart. And it, that people are a little creeped out by them because they're anatomically correct. <laughs> oh, you know, there's these giant robots that are anatomically correct and at attention. <laughs> but they're dilapidated, so like there's one incident in the book where they talk about, you know, one of the uh, anatomically correct portions falling off and crushing a picnicking family. Oh, no. Because oh, no. <laughs> trans, trans Metropolitan was, I can't remember if it was Garth Ennis. Garth Ennis. Ellis. Was Warren Ellis. I think I, I thought it was, was Warren Ellis. It, it was one of those two. I get those two confused because yeah, sure. they're both on my you know avoid list. 
because all their <laughs> stuff will start off really neat and then just fall off real quick. Anyway. Much like that. But, that but now, for some reason, I have to read that book. <laughs> well, if you don't want to read it for that, read it for, for the main character's weapon of choice, the Bow Disruptor. Oh, it's oh. a non-fatal weapon, so he can he can use it. <laughs> he can use it without fear of legal repercussions. But you will want to die. <laughs> I want to say he's got different settings on it, and I can't remember what they're it all does. called. But one of them is something like Cola Colonostic Volcano or something. Oh, no. oh my god! <laughs> anyway, we're digress. We're digressing. <laughs> it's not exactly a superhero comic, but. <clears throat> Uh, so yeah, Wolf Witch turns around and exclaims when she sees them. Everlast, you've got no idea who these people are. Mm-hmm. I'm just following Wolf's lead at this point. Jail, uh, take a swig from his cantina. Nice to meet you, too. Uh, how's your grandmother doing? Oh, she's lovely. No, she's not. Don't don't try to lie like that. <laughs> <laughs> She forgot what bathroom she's supposed to go into. As <laughs> Jay's looking at the items. <laughs> she's been under control lately. Well, do do keep her under control, please. <sighs> so what brings you to this part of Shreveport? Um... Well, there's been, you know, some disappearances. We're checking those out. And to my surprise, you show up. Ah, yes. Uh, it appears that we've come at a mutual at a mutual goal. Lovely. Perhaps it would be best if we pool our resources for the time being. And work together. What? No superhero misunderstanding fight? <laughs> In the middle of somebody else's shop? <laughs> We've already wrecked a few blocks of New York City today. It could be a banner day. You could wreck two different cities. <laughs> yes. Yes. I could add it to my list of games I've been in where we had city destruction encounters. Actually, I think uh, my character may have been responsible for the fires because he was a bit of a pyromaniac when we were tracking down Pantheon. Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm trying to remember, which, was, which one was your character in The Haunted? Imadan. E- e- oh, yeah. Yeah, the fire. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I'm quite sure the fire was his ideal. Although... I forget who started blowing up that base, anyway. I think you were all in on it. Yeah. If you're talking about the manufacturing base, I think everybody started it. I knew she was beating up gar- or beating up kind of the facility people. Oh, okay. Somebody was going around and, like, nuking out rooms, though. Hmm. Anyway. So, anyway, so, so I guess we've both figured out that this guy is a potential next target. 
Yes, even if his claims are a little jumped up. Kevin behind you just kind of goes. Dear, <laughs> <laughs> I've been alive two hundred years. If there was a if there was a half angel running around somewhere in Shreveport, I would know. Well, it, it's supposed to be his great grandfather, so it'd be like a fourth or you know a quarter. <laughs> quarter angel, my butt. Anyway, <clears throat> and his coworker is looking over the y'all like you know like she she didn't catch the entire conversation, but she caught something about half angel or quarter angel, my butt. <laughs> and just kind of shrugged herself like they must be talking about some novels or something. Yes. Take another swig from his canteen. You are as lovely as they say you are. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you clearly have better manners than your grandmother. <laughs> uh, dear, and Wendy turns to uh, Everlast, this is Jay. Jay is a rather potent mystic. His grandmother is awful, but she is also terrifyingly potent. Her, she's so powerful, she had to, um, what's the word? Clean her soul to her grandson's body, as opposed to just not die. So, I think you know where she stands in the rankings compared to certain other witches. <laughs> and this fine machine man person, I, I'm I'm afraid I have no idea who your companion is. Oh, sorry, I. I am unfortunately also named Jay. Oh, that's going to get confusing. Hands. <laughs> she shakes Jay 303's hand. You can just call me 303. It's much faster and easier. Not a problem. Hmm. You can call me Everlast and she'll shake uh, people's hands. Oh, the Egyptian one. Oh, you've heard about you. me. What do you know about me exactly? Well, uh, due to the correlation of facts, I'm going to assume you're involved with the ancient Egyptian artifact that was attempted to be stolen a while back. Oh, uh... All that magic, and you're with the magic lady. I'm putting two and two together, like some kind of robotic calculator. <laughs> all right, all right. Yeah, you're not wrong. This positronic brain can do that. <laughs> and scouring the internet there would be pictures of Everlast from when y'all busted out of the Pantheon building mm. you know people whipped out their cell phones so there's not you know that's right there's not a whole lot of public knowledge of who she is but it's that we're the haunted mm. but that was also where some of that armor was spotted again so it would have pinged on Jay's radar mm -hmm. uh yeah, so I've, I've uh, you know, I, 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 w I w uh, would have been uh, an another victim of uh, these kidnappings that have been going on, except uh, Wolfwitch here and, and others they were able to help me out, and now we're trying to make sure that happens now, which is why we're here. Now, in I'm assuming I'm assuming everybody's in kind of plain clothes at the moment. Yeah. Right. Uh, sure. Yeah. What does Everlast look like out of costume? Out of costume, let, let's see. I, I just envision her being. Um, uh, she would be, but maybe fairly young. I like it's. 
at, at this point, I think still like 16 to 17 year old um, uh, woman of uh, Egyptian uh, heritage. Uh, she would have hair that's short in the back and you know tall in the front, and otherwise would probably just be wearing like a simple uh, t-shirt and jeans. Um, I, I'll see that she's had at least some some opportunity to expand her wardrobe since she's been living on the street. Um, now that she's got a you know a roof over her head and a, you know steady job of sorts. Uh, but yeah, that's basically uh, what she looks okay. like. I just knew in the artwork she looks very pale. Yeah, you know that's not a perfect. I I, I want to um, get a proper art commission of that of some sort because I I like the ankh design, but I, I definitely don't want to do the pale skin. Okay. Uh, you know, even as yeah. So, so even uh, in costume, people would recognize her as, uh, you know, potentially Egyptian or. Yeah, I didn't want to like literally whitewash the character in retrospect, <laughs> even though that was the uh, the first. Uh, the image I well, assume that the, that the picture is the oh. costume on a mannequin. Sure, yeah. Oh, <laughs> good. Oh, yeah, I like that. Uh, it's only relevant because the door kicks in and a bunch of guys with shotguns coming in. What? Oh, and one of them is yelling, get the Egyptian. Get the Egyptian. Ah. You know, and then they're basically like, everybody else down on the ground. Everybody cool? Uh, this is a robbery. Uh, the guy behind the counter, Kevin, drops behind the counter. Uh, the his coworker kind of, you know, she shrieks at first and drops, you know, what a case of whatever she was carrying, and, and then she kind of gets down on the ground. Not the fun goes. I'm assuming the rest of you probably aren't going to get down on the ground. Sure. Nah. <laughs> but we won't know for sure until next time because it is four o'clock mm-hmm. and it is time for us to wrap up. So, it's not much of a cliffhanger because it's four jackasses with shotguns against, you know, <laughs> Doctor Strange and the Scarlet Witch, essentially, you know, with, with you know... Uh, Captain Marvel. Non-flying Captain Marvel. Yeah, I was thinking kind of a Buffy type, but yeah, she is fairly strong. Hmm. And I forget what Jay does. But Mega Man. You <laughs> <laughs> wish. Trust yeah, me. Combat-wise, I don't think Jay is, is anywhere close to Mega Man. <laughs> I punch hard. I can't shoot a gun, but I can punch hard. I mean, anyone can shoot a gun that just can't oh, shoot yeah, yeah. Jay's, Jay, Jay is peak human strength anyway, so... So that he, he would be perfectly respectable in a, in a fight. <laughs> oh, and apparently he has blades. Hmm. Yeah. Well, I was designed to cut custom toilets. I make right. I make oh. a blade out of a three of a three D projected material, and then I, and I cut people with it. That's <laughs> what I do. Only when necessary, or when I'm carving up pumpkins. <laughs> mostly, <laughs> mostly he just yeah, has his subconscious oh, yeah, mind bitcoins. <laughs> All right. People keep pooping in our jack o' lanterns. <laughs> They're just so comfy. Well, that was fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we'll wrap up here. Uh, hope everybody had a good time. I certainly had fun running. Uh, we'll we will carry on with this mishmash of heroes uh, next time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody that comes by uh, on Twitch and or YouTube and watches later, hope you enjoyed it and will join us next time. 
again, I've been Jason, the, your GM for the day, and with me has been Curtis playing St. Moon El Bruja, Taylor playing J303, Curtis playing Everlast, and Zach playing Wolf Witch. <laughs> and we will see y'all next time. Good job, I'm playing Everlast. <laughs>